Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. My name is Tito Kang, and welcome to this edition of Unlock the Leader's Code live on Facebook only. And if you're on with me live right now, I welcome you today. We are continuing our journey into the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. I can't pronounce that word for some reason. The 21 irrefutable laws of leadership uh, by John C. Maxwell. And we are on to law number four, which is the law of navigation, one of my favorite laws. In the law of navigation, John shares a story of Rolf Amundsen. So I won't dive into the story. If you get into the book, you'll get a good gist of what the story But it's a story that I actually, when I first read the 21 Laws, I actually went in and researched the story of Rolf Amundsen and Scott as well to see the difference what they've achieved and what, how they got to be doing this trek onto the North Pole and the importance of navigation. So to illustrate the importance of navigation, John pulled out from this story. So if you want to hear more about the story, read the book. Or we can uh, jump on a different call and we can chat about it if you want to do that. However, I'm going to skip the part of the story and go right straight into what I believe are some key principles on the law of navigation that John shares. First, that the, the navigation, again, it's we're in the law number four here before I, I pursue on. is as in, we're in Law number four, uh, we put a number to them, but it's not in order of importance, really, or not in order that you should do the law of the lid first and then go into the law of the process or the law of influence, you can't, you don't need to master each one in a stage, in a subsequent stage. These laws exist is how he's enumerated when he wrote the book. The laws exist and sometimes as a leader you must take kind of um, an inventory of where your skill sets are as you've grown and as your journey develops, you continue to develop and some of the laws you might have put aside or you need to you know, sharpen up your saw on the law in the new role that you have or the new teams that you're leading. And you might rediscover in rereading the book. Now, I've reread the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership close to about 12 times now. Every time I do a mastermind, I reread each chapter. So it's, it's quite interesting because as your leadership lead grows, your exposure or your understanding of each of the law grows with it and can't explain it any other way. So if you read it more times or you had it more expense, you would have a different understanding. That's why participating in a mastermind on the laws of leadership or any books is quite invigorating and enlightening for those of us who have read books many a time. So that being said, the law of navigation, John talks about, there's a couple of key principles that I want to point out. First of all, the navigator, the leader that navigates well, that actually respects the law of navigation, before they make a commitment, they examine the condition. Before they make the commitment, they examine the condition. So before you head into, you know, there's a saying that says, you know, leaders, super leaders uh, make decisions slowly but act swiftly. So they make decisions slowly. What does that mean? Is that you take the time to actually analyze, to get in the information. So before you make a commitment, super leaders that are great at navigation examine the condition before they make the commitment. The second principle that he says is that 
super leaders listen to what others say. And he illustrates this in the, the, the story by Rolf Almondson in his trek to the South Pole is that Rolf Almondson took the time to meet with people that actually live in the South Pole. Figure that out. It's understand how they survive and how they, they, they counter the effects of winter, the effects of cold. How do they prepare for it? And he utilizes what they said to impart upon his plan to do the trek. Now, bear in mind, there were two teams, right? So there's the Rolf Amundsen that did that, and there's the other team uh, led by Scott, one from Norway and the other one from England. They did it differently. They were heading the same way, same conditions, but they did it differently. While Rolf Amundsen went out and listened to the people that live in the South Pole and equipped himself accordingly, Scott decided that the technology and the advancement on the Western world was far beyond what he would have faced. So the result, the end result is that Rolf Amundsen uh, had his whole crew come back and forth, go to the south and come back, all of them alive. The one big um, issue that they had is that once somebody had, had their uh, tooth pulled, that's the biggest issue. While Scott, on the other hand, didn't come back and all of his crew actually died doing that. So the plan, the key in navigation is quite important uh, for super leaders. The second piece that John shares with us is in the principle is that leaders have, they both represent faith and fact. Now that's an important thing. They represent faith and fact. In various aspects, super leaders, you will notice, have what some have called unwavering faith or unshakable faith. The belief that, for example, that you are going to make the next shot. So if you take Michael Jordan, for example, as a basketball player, he would take a shot. He would always ask for the ball, even if he missed, to make the winning shot. Super leaders do that because they have their unshakable and unwavering faith that they're, they are going to make. you got to believe it. If they don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe in them. So they take the toll. And when they don't make it, in fact, Jordan missed more of his finishing shots than the ones that he got that won, they just ask for it again. Unshakable faith. However, John says that you have to combine that with the unshakable fact as well, right? The, the true fact is that super leaders that are great at navigation, also they have unwavering faith, also come to grips by examining the condition and accept and understand the reality they live in or they work within. So, for example, if you are making those shots, you have unwavering faith, but it's never working, you've got to see that something that you're doing is not working. So you got to tweak it. you got to go out and get a coach, uh, somebody that's better at you at shooting three-pointers, for example. Some, and you got to get out a coach to maybe you're not handling the stress properly in your mindset. All right? So that's what you want to be working on, and that's key, right? Now, yesterday we talked about the law of the process, and we, we said that make your best, do your best, make progress is what I say, but fall in love with the process. Sometimes, in, within the fact, you have some unshakable facts, some facts that actually hurt you, that you figure out, you know, you're not really good at this particular law. Do you have to face that fact, and you have to surround yourself? Uh, so John shared the fact that he's not good at the law of navigation because he's not a very detailed person. In fact, if you looked at a couple of other super leaders that we have 
admired, for example, Martin Luther King. He had another leader with him, a super leader that was with him, not as known, but that was great at navigation, who actually organized a troop to put people around to actually get the million dollar people, a million people at the million man march, right? So that's what you want. You've got to be able to focus on and work from. Now, John also offers in the Law of Navigation, plan ahead. And so that's what I got here. It's plan ahead. It's an acronym. And you can take a look at the plan ahead acronym um, to help you understand. The first one, P stands for predetermined course of action. The second one is lay out your goals. The other one is uh, adjust your priorities. N stands for notify key personnel, right? A says allow time for acceptance. And the other one, H stands for head into action, expect problems for E, and always point to success and daily review your plan. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go all, all, over all of those. You can take a look at four deeply in terms of, to do that, or if you want to attend one of the workshops on the 21 laws, we'll go, we'll go through them, each and every one to help explain. But I want to point out a couple of things. So predetermined course of action, that means being intentional and what you want to do. Super leaders are intentional. They prepare and they plan. They look at, they examine the condition and then they act swiftly but with a plan. That's what a lot of solopreneurs and entrepreneurs don't take the time doing because you're so much in the business as opposed to working on the business, not taking the time. It's one of the key aspects that solo entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, solopreneurs and entrepreneurs keep on missing. That's what I help them coach with. It's finding the time. Because the time is only 24 hours. I cannot make more time than you, but I can help you find time within your activities, within your priorities. The second piece is uh, allow time for acceptance. Entrepreneurs and solopreneurs are so driven. They want to get to something. They set out a, a directive and they want to be done right away. Or they're changing direction and they're not allowing time for acceptance. If something doesn't work right away, they are swift to change. But sometimes without examining the condition or understanding the true fact, right? They have faith that it's going to move forward. They don't let it sit in and seep in. Sometimes it's good to let it seep in and sit in. Sit in and let it seep in so that you can discover what are the actual issues or concerns or maybe with time it will create success. And the second one this is one thing that I suffer from is expect problems. I have more of the glass half full. And for those of you who are positively minded with an attitude of mindset, you think it's, you're going to make it. You, ex you don't expect any problems. You don't foresee the problems. So in my uh, evolution, uh, in my leadership journey, I've surrounded myself with actually naysayers because I want someone to be able to point out what could be the problem. I want to be able to see what the holes and the gaps might be because I won't see them. So are you, if you are like me and you are a person that's a half um, glass half full type of person or rose colored glasses, some people would call me. And I, I admit it, I am guilty as charged. I will never see the issue of the problem that I think everything is going to work out. So I've learned to surround myself with people that are naysayers and I let them speak. So I, and then I sit back and listen, truly listen to see if there's validity in what they bring forward. And if there's validity, then I ask for solutions. And that has helped me a lot in regards to my leadership journey. The law of navigation is not a law that I excel at in all the 21 laws. So I surround myself with my inner circle and my teams in different positions, different careers to have those around me. So I hope this was helpful.
If it was, please like, share, and comment. Until I see you next time, live and in person, make sure you put some comments in there and see if you are producing or excelling at the law of navigation. This is Tito saying aloha, mahalo, until I see you live and in person. Lead on, make everyday bandages, and as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.